The following pendant Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for matter. Season 9, Episode 8 of The Kingery, Stirring Up Dust. With me is the writer of this episode, Perry Whittle. Hello. And as always, my lovely and faithful assistant, Bruce Busby. Hello. And we are starting off with Stirring Up Dust, the working right into the title there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Got uh, Cal and Maddie. Uh, they're played by uh, Christopher Gilstrap and Alicia Lane Pickens as they're going through the uh, bowels of Nakatomi Tower or whatever it was. <laughs> Satsukia. Satsukia. Yeah. In a new body on the other side of the galaxy. Yeah, which I think was named in a previous episode somewhere. And the money was I'm sure it's in, in the in the big book somewhere. Yes, but yeah, they're still on the trail of uh, the Shimizu Waterstone money and all the other fun stuff, trying to find who the fifth has in the organization, maybe. And Cal, so, yeah, go ahead. Let's just say, let's just say, Perry, it's, it's always kind of fun to work with your short segments because it, it makes it for me that actual flow works really really well. It does well, make you. it does make the work seem to pass a little faster when you only have like a thirty second sec- one minute scene as opposed to five minute scenes. Not that the other ones are bad, but it's just it's a nice change of pace. Sometimes. You must have traveled a lot as a Shirokage fighter. Of course. Yeah, well, that's something that I try to do. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know, somewhere, uh, you know, reading some advice about uh, writing for this kind of thing. They said, uh, you know, start as late into the uh, scene as possible, exit as early as possible. Make sure that whatever you're talking, whatever you're doing, is the content. Right? It's not. It's not the. Um, the intro and the outro from the content. The right. so that's kind of what I try to do. Let's try again. Yeah. And it works really well. And in this this episode, it works really well because we're cutting a lot of scenes, a lot of action back and forth here. Um, yeah, we're already halfway into a scene with uh, Dokken and Tithia here. But Andrew Hackley is Dokken, Catherine Pride is Tithia. I think this is the first time we've, we've had them in a scene together. Yeah, could be. Um, so... Right. In the previous episode, you know, uh, Allison, as Tommy, was talking about how do we, you know, continue to probe into the uh, whatever the fifth family is up. And uh, we talked about, or she talked about, changing up tactics. Mm-hmm. And so that's why um, he's, uh, she, he has got Tithia now trying to um, probe Dokken for information. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like it. I mean, uh, just getting the, the pairings split up a little, because always been with Zeph. Uh, Tithia yeah. is usually with Hebe these days, so... That's right. We're, we're getting a little different mix-up here. Right. And we cut to the bar. And Sierra Garcia as Major, and you Perry as Hooks all here. All I gotta do is look down? Yeah, well, yeah. You, but you've gotta memorize and, and distinguish... And this was remarkably yeah. creative of you. I'm telling them apart. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It, 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 and I, all I can think about was just watching snails move. I was a little bit desperate because um, I couldn't figure out. Yeah, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what I was going to. The first step. Uh, how uh, they were going to be distinguishable. How, how could you possibly resolve this problem? Right. <laughs> It's sentient jello at this point, so you know we got to figure it out somehow. And well done. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Really fast, like rippling. Well, that's cool. Yeah. 
That's and of course, cool. we yeah, we had to have a bar ambience, so I yeah. figured let's let's you know, for this one, let's just try reggae. Just it's reggae day. Yeah, it's something I don't know if we've done too much reggae in the background, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. And Bruce did uh, this scene and the uh, Maddie and Cal scenes. I took the rest. Yeah, Bruce always does a fantastic job on ambience and like the bar here or in the the building earlier. I don't give him enough credit for that, so well done, you. Why? Why? Thank you. Yeah, excellent. And I just, I just want to clarify. I don't laugh well on Mike, but, but, but this stuff here—that's supposed to be awkward and fake. Yeah. Okay. That's that's how I wrote it in the script. You, you do hooks his awkwardness so well. I gotta go. Hey, hooks. Yeah. Is he scared now? I owe you big time. Good luck. See ya. Scuttles off. <laughs> exactly. And now we're rejoining the scene in the medical center with uh, Tithia and uh, Allison, played by Melissa Autumn Hearn. Um, when I was mixing this originally, I I guess I didn't read through properly. So always read through things before you do it because I had Tithia ducking into a side room to kind of give a little more motion to the scene, but I realized it's a direct continuation from the previous scene. And so I was like, okay, well, they're just on the phone then. <laughs> Yeah. And so, in this case, it's a lot more up to the pacing of the, the dialogue than any action, really, that you have to get the, keep the energy up in the scene. So, yeah. And I like uh, Melissa's performance as mm-hmm. Allison Tommy. She sounds very in control. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, yeah. She is the boss wonderful. bitch. That's all I got right right. Now. Exactly. Okay. Easy for you to say. <laughs> so yeah, I you know I love getting advice like that. You know, keep going, you know. Do do more, but don't you know? But not too much. So it's, it's just like you know, if it falls apart, it's your fault. Yeah, very very works, helpful advice like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when George Lucas was directing Star Wars. Most of his direction was faster, louder. That yeah. doesn't help much. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lovely turn of phrase, isn't it? Aerosolized rat shit. (laughs) Yes, and and Christopher does such a great job, and and also in the previous scene, the coughing, and in this scene, the not coughing. Very lovely. And Maddie is loving this actual real police work, the investigation. This is the stuff you see in procedurals all the time. She rarely actually gets to do it. I see it. Check the wall panels for. Ah, call back to finding the safe a couple of episodes ago. A secret panel. That's brilliant, Maddie. It's real police work. No. But I was pretty fucking brilliant, too. Yeah. Yeah, she was. <laughs> okay, Asa. Now we head to Asa and Sox's apartment. Uh, Hooks his next appointment from his beeper. Or whatever that is. Um, Edward Herman is Asa. And Renee Christine Jones is Sox. Um, and a little water fountain in the corner of the room just to give a little ambience. And I picture this wand as like a really ghetto sonic screwdriver attached to a car battery. I think that's lovely. Yes. <laughs> Just the most trashed out, cudgeled together bit of hardware you could imagine. Trying to find the perfect medical enclosure, so I used what I had lying around. And 
usually when uh, you know I, I don't add hooks to scenes but uh, in this case the outline doesn't say that hooks is there but I thought yeah I, I want to be here because this, uh, this well, just it sounds just, like a lot of fun. Ramps up the awkwardness and the, the potential danger of the whole thing exploding. Yeah. Or, or frying yeah, brains. Right. Upgrade that lets me spy on the doctor who installed my implant. You mean mad scientist brain hackers, don't you? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, we do. <laughs> oh, and I, I love Renee's performance of Fuck Legal, Is It Safe? And the right? laugh beforehand. That was fantastic. Relatively Amazing. safe. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> Relatively safe. The risks are really minimal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, compared to other brain augmentation procedures. But, you know, hold as still as you can, just in case. Just in case what? Yeah, socks holding just still. In case. Please stop talking. That'll help you keep still. <laughs> and, and Renee's lines to clench teeth that didn't make the cut are, are, are pretty funny. You can almost understand most of them. It's, it's fantastic. And yeah. This will hurt me more than you. I don't like to lie. And I, I think Hook's saying, I don't like to lie. I think that's, you know, his voice is different. I think that's possibly the most sincere he's yes, ever been. There's, it is. there's no agenda. There's no attempt to make himself look good. He's just being completely honest. <laughs> it, it's it's the most hooks thing he could say. <laughs> pointed right. at exactly the same spot. Okay, <laughs> I got it. Uh, when will it be done? Oh, the, he's, he's just, okay. I've set it up. Bye. <laughs> and and I loved uh, um, that Asa and Socks yelled at the same time. <laughs> yeah, back you know, in response to that. that was great. Almost forgot. Don't let those wires touch. Don't cross the streams, Egon. Yes. <laughs> An alternate take was, I'm going to cut off his dick and feed it to him. But it didn't quite work with not if I kill him first. <laughs> and now we have Tommy. Or Jerkel, as we've come to know and hate him. Uh, Pete Milo, of course, is Tommy. And Julia Eve is our reporter here, uh, doing a slightly different accent from last time. I called it Welsh, she called it Liverpudlian, but whatever, it's fabulous. Yeah. We need we need just get a lot more horrible things for her to say and say them in those lovely British tones. Yes. She makes she makes it all sound so so lovely. She's serving you high tea and crumpets. Yeah. You, you can get her to really crank up the full RP if you try. And oh yeah. She, she does that very well. Oh yes. I just, I just like saying received pronunciation. Yeah. It sounds like you're getting tea. <laughs> Yes, and I like the topping up the hair transplants. Um, I, you know, Jennings is supposed to be embarrassing Tommy more and more every episode, and I had to come up with something that was more embarrassing than having sex in public, which he's done in, in previous episodes. So, so that was something. Hair transplants and oh. micro penis. Yes, right. And summer sausage. That's one of Pete's superb additions to mm -hmm. the dialogue. That's lovely. Yeah, there's a few of them, and there's a few that I end up cutting, but, you know. I'm sure. <laughs> and the sound you hear here is a hypo spray type thing as she gives him medication, which makes him a little loopy and starts throwing out the... So I needed just a little more than just the grabby. I wanted something to calm him down, but still make him insane. Yes. Yes, and I love the um, background, foreground interplay here yes. with Tommy yelling in the background. Very nicely done. Very, very well done. 
I know. <laughs> and somewhere back there, he's saying, just use the password micropenis. Yes. That's another one of Pete's additions. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I like uh, Cat Pride's performance of Tithia's line. What? No, I mean, I wouldn't know, but definitely not that. I love that I murdered my twin brother in the womb. That, <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> Just the tip to the insanity iceberg there. Yes. And now we're back to Asa and Sox's uh, apartment. Um, now, now, Renee had a bit of trouble figuring out exactly what accent, what voice to use for a sophisticated Sox. Because we'd already done the Mistress, which is a very British, kind of stiff kind of voice. We didn't want to go Frenchy again, because that's bad things. So I kind of told her, kind of maybe in between socks yeah, and sure. and the mistress, kind of a 1940s Nick and Nora Charles sort of thing. Yeah. And I think she she pulled it off well, yeah. <laughs> considering my my uh, awkward direction of it. Seem a little different. It's a good choice of music as well. Yeah. Feel any different? Well, we haven't used a lot of scoring in this episode, so I, I was like. This needs a little something more than just the water in the background here, because it's it's a since it's such a light scene. Other than the fact that she's changed. I have to mention the the egg sack of a Blafine slug rat. So yes, that's that's payback to Renee um, for a scene that she wrote in season eight, episode four, where Susan Bridges as Sarah and I as Hooks had a scene about that subject. Mm -hmm. So we spent all this time talking about Blafine slug rats. <laughs> that that was one of Betty's favorite things ever. When, when she listens to me mix this, sit there and laughed and laughed and laughed. I can't believe this, Maddie. And I, I love, by inviting aversion to the male primary sexual characteristic, the fancy way of saying, I don't like dick. That's right. Oh, and, and so the, the interior of the shuttle here, the sounds you're hearing are actually sounds that were taken from a real shuttle launch, but but made sort of from the inside. So, yeah. Yeah, sounds great, yeah. That's, yeah, it's wonderful. We even found a lot of low sounds yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah, well, sometimes the low sounds are the, the best ones for creating atmosphere, to too. Well, yeah, but it's, it's, well, it's most importantly, weird, it's outside right? the range of the vocals. So. Right. Because the people involved were so cautious. Well, no, I mean, exactly. the Shimizu and Boisson families cooperating, laundering money together. And I love the pace of the editing of this whole episode, guys. Um, I just think fantastic, fantastic job on the pacing. Thank you. Well, you you helped teach me a lot of that stuff, so that was uh, much appreciated. Wow, you're welcome. Look, I'm gonna grab some Z's. I think even from the old burrower thing, that was one of my favorites as well for just plain humor. Oh, what are those breadsticks saying about me now? What? Says here that the fifth had people placed deep in every uh -oh. other family. Every other family, huh? huh? I thought you'd want to know. In a document that's at least five years old. Interesting. I gotta make a call. And we have this this ominous music. Yes. <laughs> and the ominous music says, "Be sure to come back for the next episode." That's right, kids. That's right. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the episode. Uh, I want to thank uh, Perry and Bruce for joining us here. It's always fun with you guys. Um, 
Always interesting stuff comes up with these. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or whatever your podcast grabber of choice is. Uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies. We're not picky. Uh, visit us on Twitter at Pendant Web, on Facebook, on Tumblr. We have a Discord chat. I still haven't used it, so I don't know what it is. But maybe I'll try it out before the episode <laughs> goes goes live. Um, oh, there's your name. <laughs> that is my name. And I want to say thank you, Dave. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, everyone who contributed to the episode. It's great. You are most welcome, sir. Indeed. And we will be back, like Perry said, in 30 days with episode 9. I believe that's written by uh, Catherine Pride. So uh, join us, won't you? This production is copyright 2018. Bye-bye. Bye now. Good day. Created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, McCauley Eaton, John Hardin, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2018. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.